Yo, 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 what's going on? Visionary Focus Podcast, back at it again. We got Ilya Trate. What's going on, bro? How are you doing, bro? Good to have you on. I'm doing amazing, fantastic. Weather is awesome. You just closed the deal. That's cool. And uh, yeah, ready to jump in. Awesome, awesome. Hey, where, where are you based right now? I'm in Mexico right now, um, enjoying Guadalajara, which I can now say because I can speak a bit, bit of Spanish. But before I couldn't, yeah. Awesome, awesome. You guys might not know, but uh, me and Nadia were both Canadians, and we actually both speak French. So uh, we've known each other for a little bit. I, how do we like get in contact with? It? it was like through Twitter, right? I think it's through it's through Twitter. I'm thinking, yeah. but I think it's yeah. pretty much the only way we could have get in contact. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know why I thought it was Instagram, but no, no, yeah, it was uh, through Twitter. And then from there, you know, we started talking more. And uh, yeah, bro, I've actually seen a little bit of your evolution, bro. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. on that corner. so it's been it's been pretty cool. So for the people who don't know, you would like uh, can you little them know a little bit more about you. You know, what your what your age. You know, where you you know, of course, you know people know where you're from, but like where you're from and like what you do and all that, and we we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So, like yourself, pretty young dude. I'm 18. Is the connection good? Can you still hear me? Just yeah, yeah no worries. Seeing you. Okay. So yeah, uh, young dude, eighteen years old, um, in marketing and business, like most of us in the space, right? Um, I actually just shifted. I think I I didn't tell you that because it's been super recent. Uh, but the, for the people that are listening, they won't care. They won't. They won't see the difference. But I've been doing emails for B2B SaaS for quite a a, a a long time. I would say like maybe seven months uh, i saw not a ton of clients but high ticket ones at least in my books right for some people 10k plus per month is high ticket for me it's around i'd say more than 4k at my level right now is high ticket uh per month so i've got maybe i've gotten maybe eight clients like that and what i realized like in the past two three months is that i landed uh, an info product client so a guy selling courses and number one i fucking crushed it with him so not only that not only is the client way chill like more chill more fun to work with and i think like long-term type of people i want to work with i just crushed it so right now i'm like transitioning into um leaving the b2b SaaS space to go into more info product um which i don't know for the people listening but one of the big thing is like trying not to fall into the trap of like shiny object syndrome right i was thinking uh, to myself it's not the same thing though bro it's not the same thing like for people who are listening as well you were mentioning you're 18 are you right now you're not 18 though right right now i'm in t i'm in 18 yeah holy shit bro i thought you were like 20 bro that's crazy anyways <laughs> that's insane but anyways uh what i was gonna say you yeah, know so it's not shiny object syndrome because you've been writing emails for a minute bro so it's like mm. you know, Doing. like you've been running email but to be said you stuck with I, that for I've a been in the niche for a long time right i think that's the difference because but yeah. i i really I, I was shitting on myself like bro it's just shiny object blah 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 but i was crushing it with crushing it with b2b SaaS, and it's just like i was seeing long term like three years in four years in i didn't see myself like climbing the ladder of working yeah. with b2b SaaS clients that are bro I, again yeah. didn't work with enough but they're really old and not like the type of guys like you and me, right? Yeah, definitely. And this is the thing too, is bro, like the margins are gonna be insane, bro. 
with like info product it's like you could run up a massive like let's let's talk about like monetary side of things you could run up a massive bag bro if you do some type of like rep share deal it's gonna be ridiculous 100%. but i think both niches are good it's just again like it depends right but yeah with the my client right now i crushed it with them it's only been like three months and yeah. i'm trying to do like partnership for a longer time period so with this yeah. one particularly i'd sign for like 12 months which is mm -hmm. what i'm looking for and yeah. in like rev share deal that's what i'm looking for right and i know yeah. i know we're gonna crush it 100 right the one thing though that you know mm -hmm. i mean this would be you know the the, the thing with like b2b SaaS is down the line you could potentially get some type of equity but that's like super 100%. difficult Right? So it's like, let's say you have a SaaS that exit that they, they pull an exit, right? And then they sell the company for like millions and millions of dollars. Boom, you got a bit of equity. Boom, you're making hella money right there, right? But at the end of the day, though, you want to enjoy, you want to you want to work with people who you generally like are having a good time. So it's like, if you see that you're, you know, not saying that you're having a bad time, but it's like with the B2B mm -hmm. SaaS clients, like if you enjoy a lot more the clientele of the exactly, industry, yeah. It's like bro you gotta enjoy what you're doing bro it's like you gotta spend time doing this 100 like, like you you know so i was speaking with a, a mentor and one of the big question he asked me which was pretty much the only question it wasn't about like long term it wasn't about like money it wasn't about targeting them which all was the question i was asking myself it was like which one gives you more energy i was like man that's such an interesting question right so i immediately said like info product that, that's yeah. like that's that's the one that gives the the most energy the most fun right yeah bro. and then that's good because now you're now you're clear so and there's nothing wrong with that too so bro, this is the thing too bro i can't believe you're 18 bro i generally thought you were like 20 21 bro you got so much time on your hands it's ridiculous bro you're gonna well, the next three years you're gonna crush it, bro. It's gonna. Oh. Anyways, that's, um, that's the awesome part about Twitter. So many young fucking guys out there. Like, yep. it's just crazy. Yeah. Again, like even if I fuck up everything for like three years, it's like it doesn't matter, right? It'll be fine. And, and so for people that don't know you personally, like, so tell us a little bit more about you. Like, where this started? Did you start with email or did you start with like something else? Like, how did you get into this, bro? Like this whole online. Yeah. So. so the long story short is that i was working in a climbing center <laughs> which was pretty special i think it was fun because it's a like it, i don't know you're just moving all day and it's people that are active as well that are doing sports so that was pretty fun but in that space i found out about just the business world which i, I was I, I knew a bit but not enough and just slowly but surely i fall into copywriting uh because again long story short i was trying like the year before that I was trying to build a Spanish learning online business, which totally went to nothing. I literally lost so many, so much money and just didn't understand nothing about what I was doing. And from there, I understood like one of the questions I was asking myself is how do I get people to give me money? Which is the number one question, right? And you just, I just fall naturally into copywriting to, for lead gen primarily. Right. And from there, uh, yeah, I just wanted to know more about copywriting and literally for the next seven months, like still working at my job, I just read copywriting books when I was working at my job, like in the lunchtime, when I came back, I wrote sales pages, wrote emails, like for no one, like just for companies, yeah. like, like I was working for them. And I, I slowly started documenting it online, like on Twitter, right? And I was like, maybe someone is going to bite actually big ass companies started to bite because i did my services for free got some dope ass testimonials for that 
started charging slowly but surely. Um, and naturally, I don't know why it seems such like a weird niche, but B2B SaaS was one of them that just I went in and started doing emails for them. And yeah. That's right. And so when you were working a job, you were like 16 or like, was this two years ago? Like how long ago was this? I'm really bad at time, but so what happens is what year, what year, what year? Think about the year. I'm really terrible at about the really? year. Really? Okay, so we're 2023, bro. I would say when I was 16 because, okay. or, or a bit before that or mix, I'm really bad because what happened is that when I was 16, that I know like the, the day of my birthday of 16, like three or four days later, I flew to Mexico and I started playing like semi-professional soccer, right? Like a few months after that. So I played for like eight months uh, with a team called Atletico Morelia, which right now they should be pro. Um, so a lot of my family members are actually pissed at me because they were like, yo, you had a contract, you would be pro right now. But I'm so happy of where I am right now. So that's like the year of the COVID, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah yeah something like that and when i came back like i just needed to make some money and yeah you know how it goes so i think from there so late 16 um and a part of my 17 years like like yeah of age i was i was doing that part of the job i only worked for like six months on that job but yeah yeah interesting and so you were learning copy on the side and just like you know kind of learning and stuff like that and so what were you doing were you mainly reading books or like writing on the side or what were you doing yeah. practice well, so my routine as a writer back then was reading at my lunch break and like one hour after like the job uh, finish and then going back home and writing for maybe not crazy, but like one hour and a half to two hours. Damn. And so, sorry, bro, uh, Elliot, 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 your, your sound cut off, bro. Let me put in my earbuds to see if I can hear you. Give me two seconds here. Can oh, yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you. For some reason, the sound I think I fucked up. I opened the, the case. Uh, okay, 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 okay. So, yeah, so, and then, so how did you go into writing emails? Like, were you directly kind of writing all types of things, or did you just, like, how did you learn how to write emails? Like, you know, really good emails. For the people that don't know, yeah. don't know how does email marketing work? Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, how do you go about writing emails? You know? So, imagine you're talking to someone mm -hmm. with no clue the fuck no what email marketing is you know and just kind of break it down in simple terms so first of all i didn't dive directly to emails i was doing sales pages right so sales pages sales pages that was the only thing i was doing and like just like anything you want to upgrade your skills right learn new things and no matter what even if you're doing sales pages for clients you want to learn new things to expand your knowledge and just give more value to the client um so really simply is what i did is some people say this bullshit, but you're like, no, I've been writing emails for a long time. It actually not right. Like you, you have the experience in copywriting, but just start writing emails for client. You start AB testing what works, what doesn't and seeing clearly what brings revenue and what doesn't. Right. But for myself, because I was writing a lot of sales pages, the thing that made me realize or have the haha moment about emails is that every single email is like a mini sales page. So it has a hook. Right. It has a call to action. It has a body. It has sub headlines. Like everything is a sales page inside of email, just put in like smaller. Right. But I think no matter what, like if again, if someone like a beginner is listening to this, no matter what, I think copywriting, copywriting translates to so many things. Right. Like 
if you're really good at writing sales pages, like if you, it, it's not about sales pages, it's about like the psychology behind the writing, right? So you're going to be good at writing emails as well. But if you focus, and that's one of the mistakes I did, is like you focus on the mechanism, right? You think about emails or you think about sales pages, right? Instead of being good at copywriting and that whatever the fuck you're going to do, like outbound, you're, you're still going to be good because you understand the psychology of it, right? Um, that's right. Yeah, I think for someone that wants to learn email or whatever, like not necessarily only focus on email, but more on copywriting in general. Yeah. And uh, I think as well, like copywriting, bro, it's like the ultimate skill. Like if you're a, a solopreneur, bro, and you have no copywriting skills, good luck. Like generally, like I remember oh, when I started my business, bro, like I didn't have any copywriting skills. Like looking back now, the thing that kept me like that, that slowed my growth massively and that kept like kept keeping me such in a small box was my lack of copywriting skills, like generally, right? So it's like, even if you're like a, a freelancer, right? You're trying to find work. Well, guess what? You need to reach out to people. How do you reach out to yeah. people? You send them a DM or you send them a cold email and guess what? It's written and that's copy yeah. because you got to sell yourself. So you know what I mean? I think even more than that with what you do, for example, at the moment, it's copy in a way like VSLs, right? It's video, but the script behind it is copy. Or even like if you shoot content, right? You need a hook, you need a call to action, you need a body, you need to be able to grab attention. You need to all of that. Like that's copy. It's every fucking where it's everywhere. Everywhere, bro. It's actually insane. Like, bro, like thinking back now, I'm like, damn, like I, even if I, if you look at all the guys who are killing it in terms of running their lead generation agency, they all have good copy skill. Like they have some good, a good base when it comes to copy, because it's literally super important to generate appointments. If you're, you know, obviously you got to have a create a good offer, but that also goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? It's like, if you know how to mm -hmm. write a great copy, eventually down the line, you'll know how to create a good offer. And so. Yeah, bro. Like that. That's I say. In my opinion, the two biggest mistakes I made earlier on. I don't want to talk too much about myself, but like was not investing <laughs> the coaching earlier and not learning a bit of like yeah. basic copy, basic copy skills. Well, I think the thing that connects with me the most because for me, copywriting like was was the number one thing. So I, it wasn't yeah. one of my problem, but like investing in mentorship, bro. I just and I just did like the past like two months. Yeah. Like I think between I don't want to say any like bullshit but like between five to ten grand and it changed everything in what like in my skills and the people i know and the way like i see business like everything changed it's crazy how fast it goes bro i know i know it's it's insane like the best moves i made was when i invested into coaching like i saw like like a, a massive roi in a very short amount of time right after it's actually ridiculous I'm I'm thinking about imagine if I did this earlier. You know, imagine if you did this, like those investments earlier on yeah. the bro. Like you tell yourself, well, what should invest into coaching earlier? But the thing is, you're you're where you're at right now because of the learnings, the mistakes you made, and the journey, the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you learn things about yourself, and then you come to a point in realization that you're aware enough to like, okay, I need a coach. And then maybe back then you weren't aware enough. And then you just yeah. over time you just kind of picked up on it. You know what I mean? 100 yeah yeah it's yeah for any, anyone listening like just do it it's so simple it's like and i think i read a quote from like alex ramuzi and that's what i think that's the like the the thing that flipped the switch or whatever but it's like every single dollar you have before 30 should be spent in education like the like if for example i live i can eat the rest of the money should be spent on education and that really like 
I was like, what the fuck? That's a lot of fucking money, right? But yeah. what are you going to do with it? Like nothing is going to be worth as much as doing that, right? That's right. And by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at doing that. Like I'm pretty much going to do it in like maybe today or tomorrow, but whatever. Uh, it's just on my to-do list. But like going to a ClickFunnel event, right? It's, I think it's funnel hacking. Um, I don't know if you, you, you could come, like, I think it's next September, but it feels like so much fun. Like, and not just so much fun, but the people you meet, like one of my mentors said that like he, he went to a funnel hacking live and literally like met two clients just like that snap. It's like crazy the, the amount of things you can do. So I think one of my goals, like, for example, in the past few months, it was buying coaching, right. And mentorship. But for the rest of the year, it's going to go to events, like real live events. Um, I feel that's the thing I'm lacking. And that's going to be another aha moment, right? Yeah, definitely. I think meeting people in real life is a lot different than connecting with people over a Zoom call or connecting with people through text because you have that, you have that real life. It's that real life connection. You can feel someone out right away. You can feel if they're full of it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're actually 100%. good at what you do, you can sense it right away because you can just talk with someone. You can just, and it's like energy wise, bro. When it's like you're in the same room as someone, bro, it's a different, bro. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's going to be, the, it's win all around. And it's like, if you're surrounded by killers, bro, guess what? That's going to have a positive impact on you as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what the, and so, yeah, no, bro. So have you been in school this whole time or like how did that work, bro? Cause I'm curious, bro. I feel like you've never been in school. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, yeah in in quebec but you know that because you're from there but from people that don't know that i'm not really good at explaining it but pretty much like they're secondary if that's how you say it in english but yeah af after secondary you go to college and after college you go to university is it the same thing in the u.s or am i talking about no, no, no. In, in the u.s there's like middle school junior okay high, yeah, it's or, no yeah, no yeah, yeah. There's middle school and then high school and so high school it's like a four it's four years right so it's from it, like, it's like secondary, right? Secondary, no, because secondary is before is before college or it's before college. You don't know that? How you you're in Canada as well? No, 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 but bro, in Canada where I'm at, bro, it's how this is how it works, bro. You got like you know from K from kindergarten to you got primary, right? And then yeah. eventually you got like, you know, junior high, and no. then you got high school. So it's different, bro. Is yeah, yeah that's, it just doesn't exist but anyways i like from secondary five which is just before college for people that understand it's not that how about anyways, you hold yeah. give me give me an age bracket bro give me an age bracket for people i'm that so bad at that but okay okay okay, okay. people okay, normally finish at like 16 uh secondary something like that 16. Now that that's the minimum you can't not go to school until that point like you can't leave school legally you know what okay. i mean yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I stopped there. I went like to school, uh, the college for like two weeks. And I was like, fuck this. It's terrible. I hate it. Right. I thought it would be different. It's the same exact shit with the same people. Like, duh. Right. It's just people. Anyways. Yeah. So I, I just said no. And from there, I, yeah, I, I never went to school again. And I think the thing that helped me again, for me, it was the, the path. Like I, I wouldn't go to school ever. Right. But for me, the thing that helped is on secondary five. So my last year before the end right uh, before uh, 16 like i said um yeah it was when i was 16 years old but anyways i'm really bad with oh, ages. Okay. keep going keep going but yeah secondary five what happened is that i, f I flew to mexico like I, I told you right 
playing semi-professional yeah. soccer and i was doing school at the same time online so it gave me a taste of like right doing things online and yeah. traveling so yeah. when I, i got back i was like fuck it like i'm i'm just gonna do my stuff right yeah, yeah. that's sick that's sick interesting and so um so you left and then from then you kind of just did your own thing and you know so initially like so you've been on this journey now where do you see where do you see this going like what what's the because i mean right now you've hit a you've hit you're in a place where it's like you're running your own business mm. you know what i mean it's like you might have not had have the, do you still have the initial hunger you had at the beginning of what it's you I, I, not as much i think you know what i mean like it's I know exactly when you hit a certain big goal that you had for such a long time right and you hit it it's tough to come back to the start right like when i had zero fucking dollars like literally 200 bucks in my account and like my family didn't necessarily approve of what i was doing i had no choice to like perform and like work 14 hour days like what the fuck else am i gonna do right yeah. but i feel like you're right in a way like you've hit a certain point and i the guy like i let off the gas when i shouldn't i know i shouldn't like i should yeah. keep the momentum going but i see myself like slacking off a bit right yeah It's yeah and so right now what where where do you see things going like where, where do you want to take things how like i don't know if you have a long-term vision or you just mainly focus on just growing the business as big as possible or like what do you got in mind yeah right now honestly it's just growing the business as big as possible that's what i, I see at the moment but one thing that always interested me and that was another component of going into info product is that i always 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 been passionate about education so no like i don't know exactly how or how yeah how it's going to manifest or go but i'm just really passionate about education um for example one of the again goals it's i'll just put it as a dream because it's not something tangible and it's not something precise but like for me not building a school as building a school but more like changing the normal educational system and working in that and like actively using science and like what's the best for humans being um, in education that's something that interests me like long run right like i'm talking like 10 years plus like uh -huh. if money was an issue or i had like millions in my bank account i feel like that would be the, the thing i would be focusing on right um so if that's like private schools or building like own ecosystem of education um not necessarily online i feel like in in real real life would be better yep. um so yeah right now it's just growing the business as big as i can to have the money and the freedom to be able to go on project like that and i feel like if you're talking in like five to ten years um i feel like again right now it's this might change that's what yeah. podcast is for is for like literally looking back and seeing what changed mm -hmm. but i I'm, i really love the like idea of doing youtube and doing like projects so whatever project i have on my mind i think we talked about it a long time ago like yeah. we have so many ideas and projects we want to do but we're not fucking wealthy so that's the problem right but i feel like if you're at that point like you can start whatever projects and just roll with the flow and every single project you want to take on you can just fucking do film it yeah. dope videos you have a team of people behind you and there's like even if you'd make zero money or whatever it doesn't matter so that's how i see it might change probably will change yeah. we'll see that's interesting yeah and so right now uh, i want to put back to your running an email marketing agency. 
what are like the some of the challenges that you've ran in maybe in the past or could be in the present that people don't talk as much about um when it comes to running an email marketing agency and i know because you have a very unique like niche it's like b2b SaaS. most people yeah. don't have an email marketing agency in that space so it's not e-com it's a little bit different mm -hmm. so is there any challenges in the past that you've dealt with that you've had to overcome that kind of pop up in mind right now or any challenges you're facing right now yeah or so recently one of one of them was that if you want to be able to get a real percentage of revenue or just grow as yeah, as a business partner and not just get churn after three months which happened to me a lot of time is that you need to control the lead of flow and the conversion if you only do one of those you won't make a lot of money that's how i see it right now i might be mistaken but the way that i, I see it um i feel like you need to control both if you really want to grow a business to the max right so if you're only good at generating leads you should get the skills and the knowledge to convert them right for a yeah. business owner uh, or for whatever the niche you're working with right same thing if you're only doing conversions you should learn how to get leads in the door because if you control both it's literally you that scales the revenue right but because one thing that makes me laugh is people like sending an email right and it let's say it makes five grand right one email and then they're like hey i made my client five grand no you didn't you didn't get the lead you didn't like get them in the door then you didn't make the sales page like and then you didn't fulfill like you, you didn't do anything you just did like one small part of the process and that's what i was doing right so i was like hey i made you x but in the reality when you look at it it's like it's just one little part of the process and what happened if you're just one little part of the process you're just going to get replaced um again just right now uh one of the things top of mind so it's just about expanding the skills right um for example one of the things that literally i spent a lot of money on and a lot of time on was learning about webinars right i just did that for like two three months again the past two three months i just did that i and i crushed it on the first one because again my i had my skills high enough and i I put I actually applied what I learned um, and another bottleneck slash thing can you repeat just uh, maybe I have another one so again yeah can you repeat the question maybe I have like another yeah yeah uh, so like what were some challenges that you've dealt with uh, while running a marketing an email marketing in the b2b SaaS space um, another one if we're talking specifically about like running for bb SaaS businesses is uh it's like one of the most difficult things is tracking churn right retention which is one of the main elements that you promise when you're doing emails but it's very hard to track or if you want to track it you need to be there for like at least six to 12 months and what happens that most of the time what happened to me is that i got churned before that right so you need to position yourself way better right if you position yourself um on a 12 month contract right it makes more sense and they the the client won't be impatient you know what i mean um, um and yeah i think again that's a parenthesis but i feel like one of the big things like important things that most email marketer and just market in general should learn to do more is for example, with B2B SaaS, it was straightforward. It's like retention, right? And it's a big word, retention, but it, it applies in so many ways. And I think it helped with where I am right now. I have like a different way of seeing um, the email game, right? 
but there's so many ways to increase the value of the product or for example one of the things that is in my systems right that most don't have is for example i think to myself okay i got them in the door i upsell them no matter or or i didn't or we won't but that's not important but how can i get a referral from them like no not a lot of people ask them like okay we have a great product how do we improve the product how do we improve word of mouth how do we actively engage the word of mouth right so you can do that with emails you can do that with a community you can do that in many ways but yeah it's i think retention and things like that like customer lifetime value retention and upselling like upselling people think about it but not re getting referrals word of mouth i feel like that's um one of the skills in parenthesis that bb sas um the bb sas industry helped me with but yeah mm. anyways um oh but you just dropped some interesting points i didn't i had no idea about that to be honest and so yeah no i think you expanding skill set is, is it, it makes you more valuable and yeah. therefore, and this is a funny thing too is, is since you've increased your skill set you can help your clients a lot more therefore it makes you less replaceable therefore it increases your value therefore your retention rate also increases your churn rate decreases in terms of like you acquiring clients so it's like the more you have to get a ton of clients you get to a point where you, you can get more clients but you know you you don't need that many to do really well as well because then they're also their lifetime value also increases significantly because you can offer them cross sell them other stuff too right yeah i think that's for like personal like for your business but if we're talking like for the clients it also applies right that's what that was the main point like um how to get them referrals right? like people marketers don't think about that or how to improve their product or how to improve their onboarding that's topics that are for b2b SaaS businesses but that people don't apply to like info products like how to make the onboarding of the info product better maybe have a community maybe send emails send reminders like all of those things that are little things that don't necessarily like impact revenue short term but will long term right yeah definitely definitely so yeah no yeah bro it's been good bro so right now you, you're just chilling so how's uh you're chilling in mexico like what's the move are you mm. living there or what's up yeah right now i'm living here um the move honestly so the, again the two things about the move this year is one i would really really look look forward and want to live with someone that is like on the same mission right like for example we talked about it i think like a couple of months ago like how more efficient we would be if whether that's us whether that's with someone else but look like active in the gym working and just improving like everything you do outside of that you feel bad one but you have someone keeping you accountable and you just you you just talk about business and health and everything all day long you can't not improve fast right and it's like i see it as a compounding vehicle like every day that i'm not with someone like that not having friends or people that are in my circle really close circle i feel like i'm losing the compound like interest on that I, it's it's weird but i see it this way so that's one of the moves actually there are three moves i already talked about the second one that i'm about to say it's pretty much going to live events right so meeting more people again on the same thing and third one um hope no tax authorities are watching this or listening to this but yeah going to dubai i think or somewhere like power gray or something like that like just yep. destroying that problem in my head to just never think about it again 
um, because for me, like in Canada um, specifically, like people don't maybe, maybe don't know about that, but it's like close to fifty percent that the taxes, right? So bro, just like it's killer, bro. Jesus, Christ. just thinking about like, oh, I made two hundred k this year. No, let me take a hundred k from you. Like that's that's in my head, that's terrible, right? Unacceptable. Um, unacceptable, and I think it's human psychology. Like people have a bigger fear of loss than gain, right? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one of the problems that I want to fix ASAP, especially because again, I'm eight, like I, I got it 18, like maybe six or seven months ago and it just hit me. Like it was like, you're going to pay tax, bitch. Like, Oh fuck. Right. So every, every cent that I'm making, I need to give 50%. And the worst part is that because I'm not in Canada right now, I have no, none of the benefit right, of being in Canada, but they're still going to tax me. They don't care. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. yeah the three moves. Uh, moving with someone that is on the same mission or many people, right? Yeah. Um, going to live events and Dubai slash Paraguay, <laughs> the, the, the move. Yeah, bro. Sounds good. Sounds good. You know, to be honest, bro, Paraguay is something I've been thinking about, bro. Mm. There's like many, you, bro, you need to, uh, after this call, connect you with someone. Um, yeah, 100%. Because, uh, bro, it's, it's solid. It, it, there's, it makes more sense, bro. I'm telling you why. It, it makes more sense than actually going to Dubai. And I'll tell you why after this call. <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyways, sorry if you guys for holding back on the sauce <laughs> about that. But uh, anyways, you know, I think yeah, regard living with other people, bro. We're also building. You're gonna make like I think about this every day as well. I'm like, damn, bro, these motherfuckers are outlapping me because just because it was not because they're doing more, but just because they're like their circle, like everyday circle, because they're surrounded by. Like Mr. Uh, what's his name, Mr. Beast? He talked about this when he was starting yeah. his own thing with YouTube, right? He had I think three other friends, and they spent literally all day just grinding YouTube, bro, all the time. And they just were sharing ideas. They were sharing what worked, what doesn't work. And it's like eventually, what they're doing is they were constantly split testing, and then all of them were doing it at the same time. Therefore, they could find what was working a lot quicker. And this yeah. is what you can do. You could do the same thing too when you're running. We, or the, you, if you were hanging out with other business owners, right? Even young guys, right? You guys are all split testing different things in your life and you find a formula that works and then that could help you with this business. It can help you with this business and you find solutions to problems that much quicker because you're not by it, yourself. It just helps in every sphere and you're totally right. Like I watched this uh, Mr. Beast episode as well. Man, it also hits me. Really, it made me, made me like, fuck, what am I doing, right? It's like, it, it's like if I'm not focusing on the right thing, again, like it's, you know the yeah, there's a big lever right here and i'm focusing on the the, the little one um yeah. and yeah like you said like you talked about it and a lot of ideas came to me like even for content like imagine if both of us were here yeah you would like remind me like twice or three times a day like do more content i would say the same and we would end up filming or everywhere we walked we'd ask each other questions and we would film like it's a never-ending thing it's like it's just positive yep for sure for sure for sure yeah, there's a bunch of things that can be done but anyways bro i think uh we're gonna i think we're gonna almost gonna wrap it up i have like maybe like two more questions i don't want to hold you on too long because we've been talking for a minute um but i always ask the same two questions almost so if you know if you could go back in time and give some advice to your younger self even though you're young as hell already uh <laughs> if you could what would you say and it could be a very simple piece of advice it could be like one sentence it could be a word it could be you know a quick chat and uh yeah yeah 
focus on on input and not outcome, if that makes sense. Like instead of focusing on like monetary goal, like focus on getting the skills and the habits. Like if you can do that, like the outcomes is gonna land and no matter what, like the goal is to be fulfilled and learn every single day. So if you're too focused and that's pretty much what happened to me, like I was super focused on a goal an outcome and I hit it and then I was like, what, what's next? And I, I lost like my, my drive and things of you know what i mean instead of if i'm focused on learning more meeting more cool people and yeah just inputs the outcomes and the it are going to come easily definitely no no 100 agree this is a really good point and uh yeah any if anyone wants to find you they want contact with you potentially they want to work with you what's the best way to get in contact with you twitter 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 it's pretty much okay. the best place. Um, okay. It's I think I changed it my username, but I think it's Elliot Rate, which is R A T H E underscore. I think that's my name on Twitter right now. Okay, okay. I'll send I'll send them your way, guys. Make sure you guys don't pitch Elliot uh, short form content. Okay, because I've been seeing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've been getting a lot of DMs, but <laughs> it's actually been making me laugh, bro, on Twitter, bro. It's like the people getting pitched like thirty times a day about short form content, and everybody's getting pissed off, right? <laughs> Uh, it's kind of funny <laughs> but uh anyways uh you guys can follow elliot i'll drop his uh, twitter at in the show notes make sure you guys connect with him make sure you follow him um elliot bro appreciate having you on the pod bro once again bro it's always it's always good talking with you bro so thanks man it was really cool i uh, I, I can't wait to talk about taraguay uh, off uh off podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah. sounds good sounds good all right thank you guys for listening and if you if you enjoyed this podcast and gain some value from it please just share with one friend that might also gain some value from this this is absolutely for free this is the only way you're paying for it and uh that would be much appreciated if you enjoyed it as well leave it a review but thank you again, Do again. It. and uh see you guys next time